Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fancy tools and analysis on the entire internet. Go check them out. HashtagBasketball.com. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and we are doing the first mock draft of the season. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm, uh, it's a little er- early for a mock draft uh, so far, but uh, people are doing mock drafts right now. Uh, there are mock drafts um, being published out in the wild. And so I guess it's not too early to be doing a mock draft. There's still a lot to learn with preseason, but the teams are mostly set right now. Uh, and I'm going to talk about how I prep for a mock draft, um, how I get, I guess, uh, my self-situated, and then I'm going to try to live um, talk about what's going on in the draft. Some of these, uh, sometimes these uh, really work out, sometimes they don't. Every time I do one of these, it seems like I'm trying to focus on doing a good draft, then also explaining what I'm doing to you, and then I get distracted, and then I miss a guy, so it always happens. But um, first and foremost, I'm pulling up HashtagBasketball.com's um, preseason rest, uh, projections for the 21-22 season. Um, I have said this before, and I'll say it again. You need a starting point. This is a good starting point. Um, I, I think what Joey's put up on HashtagBasketball.com, I think if you go out to the Reddit Fantasy Basketball uh, site, they've done some analysis on uh, projections over the years. Hashtag Basketball always ends up being a very good place to start. Um, but that's how I would treat it, as a starting point. Because chances are, one, you're going to have a bit of a different opinion on the projections uh, that are presented here. I think they're pretty good, but I have some differences of of opinion. Um, I, I I don't know if I'm going to uh, give uh, as many minutes to uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. as uh, Joey did. Jaron Jackson Jr. currently 28th on those projections um, at 31.4 minutes a game. It seems a little high, but um, that's why it's a starting point. So I would say if you're preparing for your draft, go ahead, get a starting point, and then make your own rankings. And now what we do at HashtagBasketball.com, at least what I do, is that I have a a tiered ranking system. Because once you get out of those first few rounds, the player's value starts to plateau off. I usually have four tiers. Um, your elite guys, and sometimes that tier one is broken out into like the super elites and the elite elites. Um, and then you get your tier two, they're not worth taking in the first round. Then you get your tier three who are obviously worse off, like, you know, there are guys who are worse off than Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, right? Like, you're not going to draft, uh, you know, Fred Van Fleet over Jason Tatum. Probably not, right? So, you know, Fred Van Fleet, probably in that third tier. Uh, and then there's the guys who are just, they're better. Like, you know they're either consistent or um, you just like them better or you just have a good feeling about um, that uh, particular player. Like, Nur- like you know, I think Nurkic, I think Tobias Harris. Uh, I think those guys are just better, uh, Chris Middleton, better than the plateau area. And I consider the plateau area, 
usually every year starts, and it differs from year to year, but it starts in that 45 to 50 range. And the guys from about, from about 45 to 50 to 75 are all kind of the same value. Uh, a little bump here would raise the 75th player to the, the 55th player, you know, an extra you know, half assist a game or 0.3 steals. Like, they're all very close. And once you get to those, you know, fourth, fifth rounds, you're really trying to round out your team. You're trying to build it. So all those guys are really interchangeable. So don't feel bad about reaching down for guys in the quote-unquote rankings um, because all those guys are pretty much valued at the same place. Uh, they're all going to be as, as good to your team as, as the other ones. And now I usually favor either guys that really complement my top players or I uh, go after, you know, take a swing. I like to take a swing in those fifth, sixth, seventh rounds, go after a young guy or go after a guy who I think has a high ceiling. And we'll talk about that. Now, I got to choose uh, where I'm going to draft in the mock draft. And I'm actually choosing this year, I think, I'm not positive about this because we're going to do breakdowns on who do I draft. Um... I'm looking at third overall pick as maybe my favorite pick of the draft because chances are you're going to get um, a great player on the way in and on the way back. Now, we're doing a head-to-head -head draft here, 12 teams. Uh, it's filling up. We're going to start here in about a minute and a half. Um, so I got my, uh, I got my um, projections out here. I'm not completely done with my rankings for the year. My rankings will be published on Reddit, on the Fantasy Basketball Reddit. I'll also be publishing on Patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Go check that out. Uh, I'm going to be doing mock drafts on Twitch with Kyle McCune um, from Basketball Monster um, over the next few weeks. Um, we're going to also have some special guests on the podcast, so I hope you can join us for all of that stuff. Uh, follow me at Watch the Boxes on Twitter. Uh, help support the show on patreon.com slash writing the boxes. we got about a minute. The draft is loading. Um, and we, we're also probably going to do uh, a review of the ADPs uh, from Yahoo and ESPN. Those are kind of the main sites people do play on. Um, Yahoo being, I think, the primary one. Yahoo usually having the best, um, well, maybe not the best ADP. The rankings are usually meh. Um, and they always shift at some point, like magically... ESPN and Yahoo uh, suddenly shift their rankings and they're a little bit better after everybody bitches. Like, oh, what the, what the hell are you doing uh, uh, with Jonathan Isaac? Why is he ranked like, I don't know, like 155? That's ridiculous. All right, so the draft is um, started. We got two minutes to the draft. And uh, I'm going to explain a little bit. Like, if you are in, if you're drafting online, you're drafting in one of these, you know, snake drafts head to head on Yahoo, right? Go ahead and get your cue. So, like, go ahead and do a lot of mock drafts before you're uh, before you actually um, start your draft. Like, well before your draft, you should be doing you know five, ten, fifteen mock drafts before your actual draft. Then, what you need to do is realize uh, after those drafts, like, who's really like in the rankings, way, 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 way down on the bottom. Like, who's at the at the very bottom of the the Yahoo. Uh, either how people are uh, drafting ADP-wise or how they've ranked them. And then what I like to do is I like to make sure those guys are in my queue so I don't forget about them. And so um, I'm going to go, I'm just going to, since I'm, you know, really strapped for time here, I'm just going to go out to the basketball, uh, fantasy basketball sleepers on hashtag basketball.com 
And I'm going to make sure I, uh, I got people like. And, you know, I'm a little less in on Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, he's currently ranked 52nd going ADP 55. I think that's still you know, a little low. Um, I'm going to use their site to make sure all of my sleepers, or I guess the sleepers on here, because these are not my sleepers. We're going to do a sleeper podcast. Uh, like Nurkic is ranked 81st and is at ADP 68. I plan on getting him in the 30-40 range on this particular draft. I might take him earlier than that because I like Nurkic. But we are going to do a sleeper uh, podcast, and that is going to be exclusive to our Patreons at patreon.com slash watching the boxes. But I'm just going to go out here and see all these guys who are ranked really low. Um, and I'm going to get them in my queue so I don't forget about them. So when I'm kind of sitting there in the middle rounds wondering who I should draft, well, I got a list of guys I should draft right there on the right. It's really nice. Mike Conley, for some reason, ranks 73rd overall. That's dumb. Um, I like Bogdan Bogdanovich. Um, I don't know if I like him as much as Joey does. Um, I like Jonathan Isaac. Uh, I is currently ranked uh, 139 on here, and that's just uh, absolutely absurd. All right, the draft is starting. Um, let's go. Let's see. Uh, first round, first pick overall is taking a little bit. We do have a full draft. It looks like everybody is, like, actually a human being. We'll see how long that lasts. And Jokic goes number one. Uh, that makes sense. I think Jokic should be taken uh, overall number one um, almost in every league. In any format, whatever the hell you're doing, especially if, like, double-doubles, triple-doubles, like, he's also really, really good at that stuff. Giannis went number two, and so I'm going with Steph Curry number three. Like, I think Steph Curry obviously could be the best player in, in, in fantasy basketball. He could easily... Um, and make sure you, you pick, because if your queue has Jaron Jackson Jr. first, you're going to draft Jaron Jackson Jr. with the third overall pick. Um... I think Giannis at second's a little high. I know this is a head-to-head league. If you're making a specific build, uh, Giannis could theoretically be your the second best player in in the league. But now you're you're committed to a build. I think Jokic is my number one. Curry's my number two. Katie's likely my number three overall. Um, and so I got Curry at three. I like that. So now we're in a head-to-head build. Um, I'm not picking until number 22, so let's continue. And I'll talk about who's picking who where. It's still early for mock drafts, so I'm not terribly sure I'm trusting these ADPs from Yahoo just yet. But let's make sure we get all of our favorite sleepers um, out here in your sleeper queue. Olenek. I like Olenek. Uh, Sadiq Bay. Is ranked far too low, I think. He's a top 100 player. He's going ADP 126 right now. Um, Joe Ingles is ranked far too low. Far, far, far too low. Uh, Nikel Alexander-Walker. We haven't done our OK City episode yet. Um, and I think the reason we haven't done that episode yet is that it is um, it's a difficult team to pin down. I'm really not sure um, what direction... Okay, City's gonna go, but I do like Alexander Walker. Joey's got it for twenty-eight point five minutes a game. Um, I, I think he's being a, maybe a little, maybe a little generous on that on that number, but it's not out of the question. He's got him eighty-three overall. He's currently ADP'd at a uh, one twenty-six, so that's pretty low. Um, I'm excited to get some of these guys well, well late in the draft. Uh, there was a couple other guys that we talked about here, like Clint Capella. Uh, some guys we've been looking at recently uh, in the ADPs. 
that we think are are far too low, um, including some Orlando players. Uh, and I'm, I want to make sure I get those guys uh, bumped up on my board. Lonzo Ball's going 56. I feel like that's a little low. Uh, the Toronto guys are ranked a little low as well. So let's uh, we're coming up on my pick. So I want to go over uh, who's been drafted in the first round. Luka Doncic, fourth overall. Okay, if you're building a very specific build in head-to-head and you like Luka Doncic a lot this year, I don't think you should go over Durant, who went number five. But shout-out to uh, Luka Doncic fans. I'm going uh, Durant who went five overall. Harden went six. I think that's perfectly fine. Harden's going to have a good year. I think a lot of people are going to be down on him, and getting him at six is, like, really, really good. Um, Harden is still going to – he's he's going to have lower numbers than his insane number one years um, playing on this team with KD and Kyrie, but Harden is still going to be James Harden. He's still going to be pretty out of control. He's still going to be a top ten player. Taking him at six is, is pretty good. Uh, Lillard at seven feels a little low, actually. Uh, Dame Lillard is one of the most healthy and consistent players um, in the history of uh, the last decade of, of fantasy basketball. So uh, taking him at seven is a great deal. Towns at eight, Embiid at nine, Jason Tatum at ten. Feels high for Tatum. Uh, Embiid's definitely in that mix. I can't argue with Cat here at the turn either. Uh, Anthony Davis at 11 is far too high. But Paul George at 12 is a great pick. I think I have George in, the, in my probably in my top 10. Beal at 13 is going to be great uh, as the only player in Washington who's doing anything. Trey Young at 14 makes sense because of the assists. It's going to be hard to find those assists later in the draft. Bam out of bio at 15. Um, I think that's kind of where he's going to end up going. Like he's Bam out of bio is really good, especially in Roto. Zion at 16 is far too high. That's insane. If you're Basically, if you're in a certain build, so I don't know who that guy got in the first pick... If you're in a certain build, taking Zion in a head-to-head league does make sense Second in, in your second round. Uh, but it's insanely high, um, in my opinion. LeBron at 18 feels fair. Sabonis at 17. Uh, Vujovic at 19. Zach at 20. Randall at 21. Randall at 21 is a little high for me. It's my turn. Um, I'm telling everybody to stay away from Kawhi Leonard. I'm, I'm going to have, uh, since I'm third pick here, I'm going to have pretty much back-to-back picks. Kyrie's sitting here at 22. It's going to be kind of hard not to get to Kyrie right here, but I'm a, I'm about to lose this pick, so I'm going to go with Jimmy Butler. Um, shit. All right, I'm going to go with Jimmy Butler. Um, yep. And I like Jimmy Butler. I think he's just an all-around really great player. Um, the best thing to do here is, I think, go with consistency with your second player. I think, you know, Jimmy Butler does miss games, right? But, like, the elite steals with Jimmy Butler, I think, complements Steph Curry. Jimmy Butler not being, like, a like a great, like, a, like an elite, elite scorer like Steph Curry is. Uh, also, Steph Curry being elite in threes and being elite in free throws. Um, I like... Having Jimmy Butler as my secondary, I, I mean, I'd much rather have Paul George, obviously. But um, I don't think you're going to get Paul George at the end of the second round. Um, I just don't think that's possible. Um, let's see. Yep. And then um, De'Aaron Fox at 23 is a stupid pick. I'm just going to sh- I'm gonna throw that out there. De'Aaron Fox at 23 is a dumb pick. Uh, Kyrie... Almost went with Kyrie at 22, but he went at 24. That uh, is correct. That is the right choice. Um, 
I would also go with Kyrie, 24th overall. That's, I mean, that's a great place to grab him. All right, so I got Jimmy Butler. I got Steph Curry. Uh, LaMelo's on the board. I feel like it's too high for LaMelo. We could go kind of Devin Booker. Not a lot of uh, two, two threes left in this draft. I feel okay with my assists. Like, they're, they're, uh, I don't think I want to go Chris Paul. Oh, Chris Paul here is such a good pick. Uh, I'm gonna go Devin Booker. I'm gonna I'm gonna go all in on um, on points here. So Jimmy Butler is gonna get you about five assists a game, maybe a little higher. Steph Curry is gonna get about six assists a game, maybe a little higher. Um, Devin Booker feels like I might have taken him a little early in my opinion, but he's gonna be about five assists a game, and I like maybe grabbing like Mike Connolly a little later, uh, Dejounte Murray, maybe even. Um, Darius Garland in the later rounds, who I really like coming into this season. I'm not worried about getting a secondary guard. I'm kind of interested in getting really good top talent. Um, and I think Devin Booker is um, all around very, very good. I, I, I think he might be on a little bit of an uptick this season. I think the Phoenix Suns are going to have to rely on him to score a little bit more. Um, back, getting him back and maybe into uh, somewhere between last season and the season before that where he was, like, scoring at will. Um, so I think, you know, last season he, Booker may be, quote-unquote, disappointing for a lot of people. But uh, I think he's going to have a little uptick this year, maybe shoot a little bit more threes, hopefully. Um, and I, I just like the compliment of Devin Booker with Jimmy Butler and um, my boy Steph Curry. So Steph Curry, I'm, gonna, I'm basically going to be leading – Right now, in quite a few statistics, um, I really like my free throws. They're very elite right now. Points, I'm way up. Uh, three pointers just from having Steph Curry, I'm perfectly fine. My rebounds are okay. My assists are okay, and I think I can get rebounds and assists a little bit later this season. Um, probably also points, like you know, Anthony Edwards is a little bit later in the draft. Blah blah blah. I think I'm. I, I want those elite guys. I want the elite steals from Jimmy Butler. I really like that. So I'm pretty down in blocks. My percentages are perfectly fine. I'm down in blocks. Now's the time to start, uh, you know, with Jimmy Butler and Devin Booker. It's start. It's Now's the time in a head-to-head draft where you go, should I lean into what I'm great at and get those six categories that I need? Or should I balance out my team and go elite in, you know, two to three categories and competitive in all categories or almost all categories and right now i'm pretty competitive in i'd say most categories other than blocks i'm really bad really down in blocks so i'm kind of probably going to be looking for a guy who gets me rebounds um or blocks i might just throw blocks to the wind right at this point there's a couple guys coming up on the queue that uh, could fit this mold. Uh, actually, Miles Turner just went. Chris Stapps Porzingis just went. Clint Capella just went. So a lot of those are all pretty good picks in the in the 30s here. Um, I'm going to basically have to pivot. So this is when you should be pivoting in a head-to-head draft. Uh, pivot towards uh, what the draft is presenting you, right? So I'm kind of hoping Jonas Valanciunas falls to me. Um, I think it's going to be pretty tight, picking at 46. His ADP is currently currently 42. Which means a lot of people have caught up to uh, have caught up to Jonas Valanciunas being really, really good. Um, so I might go Johnny Collins, which feel I I don't think I was going to have Johnny Collins in a lot of um, in a lot of drafts this year, and I'm not sure I'm going to. Christian Wood is currently going 35 ADP; has not been drafted. Uh, instead, we're seeing Chris Paul go off the board at 39. That's late. 
he should have went earlier than that maybe even i should have t- taken him over devin booker which i think I, in the phoenix one i said chris paul should be the first one overall taken uh but that's you know when you're shifting your draft that's what happens um middleton at 40 is a great pick michael porter jr at 41 i think is you know actually is perfectly fine jalen brown at 42 i don't know where i have jalen brown this year but 42 seems fair just hearing it out loud right um Rashad holmes went 43 that would have been one of my centers um considering i have three guards right now i need kind of a i need a center um to kind of or a big to get those rebounds to bring those averages back up uh christian wood just went 44 i still think that's a little high for christian wood i don't think he's gonna be that good everybody he's also had some injury issues uh in playing it like you know play, consistency playing issues um so i'm a little bit worried about taking christian wood in my top 50 and johnny collins goes 45 so that kind of makes up my mind jonas did fall to me um and i do like jonas valanchunas at pick 46 a lot i'm scanning um no no ben simmons no i don't really oh nurkic is out here holy shit nurkic is out here drafting nurkic at 46 hell fucking yeah let's go i might get valanchunas on the way back so if i was a betting man which i am i love betting um follow me for i might be doing some betting uh stuff on twitch maybe this year as well coming into the nba season at 46 jonas valanchunas is at the top of the queue so this is a little game theory when it comes to um when it comes to drafting online jonas valanchunas is at the top of the queue he's likely going to get auto drafted before my next pick Nurkic probably wouldn't have been drafted. Now, in a du- like in a dummy league, Nurkic probably would have fell to me at 51, which is insane. But in a smart league, which there might be some smart guys in here, I've seen some interesting, uh, decent picks out here outside of the rankings. Um, so it's not certainly not an auto-draft out here right now. Um, I want Nurkic. I want Nurkic with my with my fourth-round pick. That's I love that. I love Nurkic with my fourth-round pick. Huge rebounds, good blocks, a uh, good all-around player, good at the percentages. Um, I'm loving, I'm loving what I got here. Uh, good assists guy too. Good steals, good blocks, good assists. Uh, I'm feeling a lot better about my team. Plus, you know, um, I think I can get Jonas. Ah, damn. So I almost got Jonas Valanciunas falling back to me at 51. He ended up going 50. Tobias Harris at 48 is a very good pick. Braden Ingram, I'm not in love with at 47. I don't know if he's going to end up in my top 50. DeJounte Murray in my top 50? Uh, maybe. He went 49th. Uh, Valanciunas, 50. Drew Holiday's still out there, which is pretty crazy. I got a lot of guards, though. But, uh, this is a very quick draft. I'm a little worried about... I'm going to go with Drew Holiday. Um, I don't love that pick, but I was a little rushed. See, talking about the picks and then trying to make picks is pretty hard to do. Um, I went Drew Holiday because I just, I think Drew Holiday is really valuable. Drew Holiday could be a top 30 player, and I just got him at 52. All these old guys like Chris Paul, Drew Holiday, they're going well, well, well underdrafted. I have a very guard-heavy team, though. I got Curry, Butler, Booker, Drew Holiday. But I got Nurkic at a steal of a pick um so I, I i like that draymond green at 52 if you're building a very specific draft which this guy might be uh i'm kind of interested in what that guy what what kind of team that guy's building um let's see who just got draymond green who is jiff jiff 
Luka Doncic. No, that's a terrible pick then. He's got Luka Doncic, Julius Randle, John Collins, DeAndre Ayton, and then Draymond Green. Nobody's scoring on that team except for Luka. I don't know if I love that team. I don't know if I love that team, Jeff. Um, all right. So let's see where I'm at. I'm in the middle of the pack at field goal, middle of the pack at for free throws, maybe a little uh, the, uh, the above average, uh, pro, above average in threes, middle of the pack in points. Uh, rebounds are still, I think, hurting a little bit. Assists, I'm a, obviously a guard-heavy team. Uh, assists, middle of the pack. Steals, near the top of the pack. Blocks, middle of the pack. Um, I don't care about turnovers. I'm not worried about that. So I'm kind of building a very average team here. Um, Ugh. Might be time to lean into what I'm good at versus trying to build the best balanced team of all time. Lonzo Ball at 59. I think that's a very good pick. Uh, Anthony Edwards at 56. Maybe a little high. Um, Chris Bouchard at 55. If you really want those blocks and think he's going to break out, fine. But that feels uh, also feels a little high. Uh, Halliburton at 54. Okay. I don't hate that. I don't hate Halliburton at 54. Um, I just think there's some pretty obvious top 50 guys still out there, like DeMar DeRozan. Um, you have Pascal Siakam uh, still out there, uh, who just actually, he just went at, uh, no, he did not. Kate Cunningham went at 62. Uh, you are dumb. Don't do that. Do not pick a, a rookie in in the top 60. It went at 62, I guess, but still, that's a bad pick. Kyle Lowry at 60 is a steal. Absolute steal. Pascal Siakam at 64. That's a very solid pick. So, hmm. I don't know which direction I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go DeMar DeRozan because um, I, I just think I like his all-around game. I'm going to be very um, – he, he can play forward, so that's positive. Uh, I'm going to be very heavy in the guard stats. Um, so I got elite guards. Let's lean into the guards, and then let's um, look for kind of those late picks to round out the team. Um, around rebounds, so I want to make because I have good rebounding guards too. Uh, I'm going to be looking for some late guards. Uh, so I think uh, Demar Derozan right now is on my radar. Jamal Murray just went 66. I think that's probably an auto pick because no one should be drafting Jamal Murray this year. Uh, D White at 67. Someone's been uh, paying attention. Someone's maybe even using those hashtag basketball sleepers. Um, White is, I guess, kind of a breakout uh, sleeper. I think he's going to be everybody's darling sleeper uh, going into the season for a late guard. I think uh, Derek White's a pretty good pick at um, 67. I like that. I'm up next. Shit. Marcus Smart at 68. I think that's perfectly fine. OG and Anobi went 65. See, Akpun and Anobi went back-to-back. Um, I think we just talked about them. All right. I'm up. I don't think I'm doing having a great draft, to be honest. Uh, but it's the first mock draft. I'm going with DeMar DeRozan. Um, I think DeMar DeRozan's top 50 player, even though he takes a step back this year. Um, in, you know, doing all the DeMar DeRozan things he does, his assists will probably drop a little bit. But I don't think his rebounds are going to drop as much as Joey does here on his projections. Um, I also feel very comfortable with my insane threes. Um, seeing all the guards left in this draft late, like Buddy uh, Buddy Heel for threes, Darius Garland, who I really like this year, maybe going guard heavy at the beginning, not the best idea. Um, ooh, DeMar DeRozan, 
after me, Karis LeVert. I think it's a pretty good, pretty good pick at 71. Darius Garland at 72. I really like Darius Garland going uh, this year, so 72 is a, is a nice little pick. Uh, I see Jalen Suggs way down here at 107. You know what? There's a lot of late round guards. I think I'm going to have to adjust my strategy. Um, I think I'm going to maybe go forward center heavy at the beginning of the draft and then pick up some of these late round guards. I don't think I... Booker was the one I, I reached for in the third round. And I don't... I don't regret that, but also I'm seeing that maybe that isn't isn't worth the play. Uh, Jeremy Grant, 73. All right, yeah, that feels fine. That feels pretty good. All these guys are in a plateau area, so it really matters how you want to build your team. Remember that. This is all the plateau area. How you want to build your team is going to be the most important thing. So I might want to lean into threes a little bit. I might go Brooke Lopez here. Um, even though he's bad at points, but I have some pretty good points hanging around in there. Um, let's see, Lopez ranked uh, 99 on the projections, maybe not the best pick here. Uh, Jared Allen I do like, but he healed. Spencer Dimwitty's not a bad pick. I'm going to go with Jared Allen. Jared Allen has to be probably the starting um, center in Cleveland. I do kind of need another big at this point, and I, um, I I kind of I'm always kind of a little early on guys. So I was re like I'm always like oh man this guy's gonna be great like I two years ago picked up uh, Derek White at the end of the at the end of the season to keep him right, um, and then he didn't hit last year and it's like. Eh. And he might not hit this year, but it might hit next year. I'm always like a couple years early on the guys. Jared Allen's someone I've been targeting for a couple years now. So I'm going to take a swing and see if Jared Allen does pan out this year. He does boost my rebounds very nicely. He boosts, boosts my block. I have enough free throw percentage to not worry about his free throws. Uh, his volume isn't that great anyway. And then he boosts my field goal percentage, which I like. So let's go to the standings. Let's see where I'm at. I'm near the top at field goal. I'm near the top at free throw. Um, my three-pointers have uh, mysteriously gotten back to the middle, so of my points and rebounds and assists. I'm right in the middle of the pack on all those. Steals. Um, actually, my blocks are really good now with those two guys. Um, that's very interesting. All right, I think I need to lean into something because I have – my percentages are really good. So let's keep my percentages good, if not great. Let's keep them up. Keep my percentage up. So like Jalen Suggs, you're kind of out of the question right now, my guy. Um, I do really like Miles Bridges this year um, on Charlotte. I think he, he's going to be very good. Uh, I, I like him a lot. Um, I would. I kind of need to round out my team with some forwards. But let's just list off some of the guys who are going. Ah. Right after Jared Allen, uh, Robert Covington. That's kind of who I was looking at as well. Robert Covington is a very good pick at 76. Mitchell Robinson at 77. Uh, I don't like that pick, but if you need the blocks at this point, why not? 77 is pretty good grab for the blocks. I just don't think he's going to stay on the, the court a lot, and even if he does, the blocks will be down if he stays on the court. Gordon Hayward at 78 is a great pick. Dinwiddie, uh, 79. Okay. Isaiah... Isaiah Stewart at 80? Eh, 
Wiggins at 81. What are you doing? Mike Conley at 82. Shit. Great pick. Fantastic pick. Mike Conley at 82. Uh, likely a top 50 player or pretty close to a top 50 player going into the year. Brooke Lopez at 84. I think this is a very solid pick. 83 was Buddy Heald. Devontae Graham at 85 feels... Someone's got to play on that Pelicans team in that spot, and I think it's going to be him. And I don't hate, I don't hate that pick. Clay Thompson, eighty-seven, actually probably a little low. Probably a little low on him. A lot of good players down here. Norman Powell at eighty-eight. Uh, Russell, D'Angelo Russell at eighty-nine. That's fine. T.J. Warren at ninety. He's hurt. Don't, um, don't draft T.J. Warren, guys. Do not draft him. All right. I need to figure out what I'm doing here. I'm my picks are sneaking up on me real quick. Um, let's go to my sleepers. Let's look at them. Uh, Jonathan Isaac, Bodan Bodanovich. Uh, Jonathan Isaac might be someone I pick in the ninth round here. Um, so I'm going to let him slip. PJ Washington just went 91. That's a perfectly adequate pick. That's kind of right in the middle. Uh, Kimber Walker at 92 feels low. Feels low, man. Um, ooh, what am I going to do here? Kyle Anderson sitting out here. He's not sexy. Miles Bridges is a little bit more sexy to me. Bogdan Bogdanovich is going to be, you know, perfectly good player. Oh, man. I don't know what to do here. Daniel Gafford's going to have a nice start. I might pick him with one of my later picks. Um, he's going to have to play on the Washington Wizards. Just scanning. See if I see anybody. It is my turn to draft. Kevin Porter Jr. just went. Perfectly fine if you want those threes. Let's see. I don't really love. I don't really love anybody out here. I don't like anybody out here. So I'm gonna go with someone I actually do care about, Miles Bridges. I think Miles Bridges is. Um, he's one of my sleepers. I think he's going to have a really nice year this year. His last few months of the season last year were stellar, and the last few months of the season, the Charlotte Hornets were playing probably closer to how the Charlotte Hornets are going to be contrived this year than last year. And I like Miles Bridges' role on that team, and I like uh, his upside. I just I just like his upside. I think he's got great upside. Um, so Miles Bridges in the 90s, 94, I'm taking a little bit of a swing maybe, but I don't think he finishes too far out. Like, of, like 94 is pretty late in the draft. Um, let's go to the regular season. Bridges... Miles Bridges finished 89th overall last year in 29 minutes. If he plays more minutes, that's really nice. All right, I'm going to go with two sleepers in a row. Um, I'm going Jonathan Isaac at 99. So here's what happened. I went with Bridges, who I really I really like. I think he could be um, someone who bumps into maybe in even best-case scenario, right? Ceiling, like likely ceiling, not actual ceiling, likely ceiling. Someone who bumps into that fourth tier, maybe a top 50 player. Getting someone who I could, you know, theoretically be a top 50 player at 94, who I think is a sleeper. But worst case scenario for Miles Bridges is probably 94. That's probably the worst case scenario for Miles Bridges. 94. Uh, you know, barring injury and all that. Wendell Carter Jr. 95. I like John Wall 96. Okay. Evan Mobley 97. I don't know if... Yeah, why not? You're taking some swings. Jay Suggs at 98 is... I'd rather have Suggs than Mobley. Suggs will be the first rookie in the all-mic draft that I would take. For sure. Jordan Clarkson at 100 feels a little early to draft Jordan Clarkson, but he is, you know, consistently 
around that 100 mark, but like people aren't looking for him, so I don't know why he needs to go at um, at 100 at all. Uh, Bodan Vodanovic for the Atlanta Hawks, uh, 101. That's a great pick. Uh, he was one of my uh, sleepers in the queue, and I just even as a sleeper, I, I looked over him. You know, like not a sleeper. He's a sleeper on hashtag basketball. Like I'm not like thinking he's gonna have a breakout season, but his ADP is much lower than his ranking on hashtag basketball.com. So you know. Getting him at 101, pretty nice. RJ Barrett at 102, eh, I don't love that. Uh, Andre Drummond at 103, that's dumb. Portal at 104, I do like. I do like that. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, now that we're in the hundreds, I feel like I, I like my team better. I don't know why. Um, I like the uh, I like the options out here. Kellen Johnson, we haven't talked about the Spurs yet, I don't think. But Kellen Johnson could be up for a little bit of a bump this season. Um, he's going 109 overall. Larry Markin is still on the board. I don't know what to do with that Lowry Market situation. We do not know what's going on in Cleveland. I'm still a little nervous about drafting Lowry Market in. Um, even at 118, 123, maybe. I think I might, that's where I would probably take him at 118, 123. If he's down there, maybe I'll take Lowry Market in. I'll have a little Lowry Market on the team. Um, a lot of perfectly decent guys out here. For some reason, Io, um, from the, 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 the rookie. For Chicago, from the U of I, is ADP is 130. When's he going to play, guys? What the hell are you talking about? When's he going to play? Jane McDaniels on Minnesota, I don't think he has a big enough role, but I like him. I do like him. But I don't think he has a big enough role to be warranted an ADP of 129. So let's see who went off the board here. Uh, Daniel Gafford, I think, is a perfectly fine late pick because he's going to have a really stellar start to the season. You might be able to trick someone into dra uh, trading with you. Kyle Anderson at 106 is a very solid pick. Kyle Anderson's always a top 100 player. Derek Favors at 107 feels a little low, but he's on OK City and they got no one to play. So I don't, I don't know. My, 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 might not be the worst pick at 107. I think I'd rather have Kelly Olynyk than Derek Favors. Gary Trent Jr. on the Raptors. I don't know what you're doing there at 108. Uh, Kellen Johnson at 109. I like that pick. I like. Where, where did Johnson end up last season? 201. All right, that's not very good. Um, Larry Market went 110. That's a good pick. I think Larry Market in the 110 and after, that's fine. Stephen Adams at 111. Might be a little high. I don't know. Stephen Adams feels a little broke this year. Uh, I know Memphis. Memphis has got plenty of things to do, right? They got Jordan Jackson Jr., who could play center technically. It's a smaller league. Um, Stephen Adams at 111 feels high. If you're desperate for rebounds, I don't know. Look elsewhere. Find somebody else. Not a lot of fantastic people on the board right now. Uh, Enos Cantor in limited minutes would be perfectly fine here at the end of the draft. I got four more picks left. So, kind of looking through this late draft. Try ooh, Al Horford's down here. I'm definitely picking Al Horford next. Uh, he's I think he's gonna be a top 100 player. We're down here at 18. My next pick's 118. So definitely gonna pick Al Horford. Dort is someone I'm keeping an eye on, so I'm gonna put him in my queue. Uh, Chumbo Kiki's down here. I wouldn't hate Chumbo Kiki with my last pick because I don't know what Orlando's gonna do, but also, eh, you know, whatever. Uh, Joe Ingles is way down here. 138 ADP. Uh, Derek. Same with Derek Rose. All those guys are fantasy relevant. They should be. On, they should be drafted for sure. Um, well over uh, Okoro on Cleveland. That guy is not not relevant. Tyler Hero's down here even. Daniel Gallinari. I know we all kind of 
or out on Daniela Gallinari, but he's probably going to be fantasy relevant at the very least. Uh, D'Anthony Melton, I don't think I'm going to draft him either, but it's someone I'm keeping an eye on. Patrick Williams way down here is maybe a last pick. I'm up. Alexander Walker, Kelly Oubre went off the board. Damn, that sucks. Uh, uh, Dad Young is someone I also I want to draft at some point. Um, I think I'm going to go Joe Ingles. But let's make sure I'm not missing anybody. Evan Fournier is perfectly fine. Kevin Herter. Kelly Olenek. I'm going to go Kelly Olenek. He's got to play, right? Kelly Olenek's going to play. Even at 28, 29 minutes, he's going to be uh, a fancy relevant guy. Right now I'm looking for... High ceiling fantasy relevant guys, and it's going to be really hard to find at the end of the draft. I may take one swing with my last four picks, like like um, I might take Sadiq Bay or Jalen McDaniels, um, just because I like their playing situation. I just I don't know if Jalen McDaniels is going to get the minutes. So I'm looking for high upside guys with one of these picks, but like you know what I'm really fine with hanging out on my bench or in my utility spot, uh, guys who are going to play and be top 100 relevant, like. You know, probably Kelly Olenek. Uh, boom, I'm up right away. Again, Will Barton went a little high. Uh, really? N Nicholas Claxton for the Nets. What the fuck are you doing at 120? Aaron Gordon at 121 is fine, I guess. Mason Plumley for the Hornets is a decent pick at 122. I think I kind of like that pick. Uh, so, you know who's going to be relevant? Joe Ingles. So, I'm going to pick Joe Ingles. These are kind of boring picks, right? But, like, we're in a 12-team league. We're playing head-to-head -head standard. Um, I might be picking... My Roto bias might be uh, really clicking off right now, uh, taking these guys like Kelly Olenek and, and Joe Ingles. Um, I, I, I am Roto biased. My percentages are really good. I, I Right now, I have the fourth best field goal percentage and I have uh, the second best free throw percentage according to the standings, projected stats. Uh, middle of the pack in threes and points. Uh, middle of the pack in rebounds and assists. Middle of the pack in steals and blocks. Uh, but a little bit... Actually, third in blocks. And fifth in steals. But, if you look at what my uh, ratings are... Oh, th well, this is a roto draft. I, I was drafting for head-to-head, -head, but the whole time I ended up in a roto draft. I'm dumb. Anyway, head-to-head... -head, I don't know if I love this team as a head-to-head, -head, but a roto kind of digging it um i don't think i love this team as a head-to-head league in a head-to-head league though my steals are very good um rebounds assists i could be better points i could be better so duly noted as a as a first stab at a mock draft um i'm gonna allow it like not the best team not the worst team i still got two picks here left let's see who's on my list here al horford's way way down here at 134 i cannot wait to draft him next um oh I'll, uh, I'll be drafting al horford and then i'm either gonna go with i think i'm gonna go with lou dort because like rose would be a safe pick here too i would rose would be a very safe pick um nerland's done well will be perfectly fine if you want those steals and blocks um Manchester harold's probably fine here at the end of the draft as well i don't love some of these picks that are coming out here someone took Sadiq Bay at 125 I do like that M3 at 124 I do like that that was directly after my angles pick Enos Cantor at 126 I like that pick uh Herter at 127 perfectly fine Nick Batum at 128 I don't hate that pick actually Nick Batum's probably gonna be fancy relevant 
this season uh, on an injured Clippers team. Bledsoe 129, I don't like. I don't think of, I don't know if Bledsoe is rosterable, to be honest. Jalen McDaniels at 130. It's hard to, it's hard to dislike these late, uh, a late pick, right? Uh, McDaniels has a nice upside. I like your pick. Uh, Bogdanovich, very solid, fantasy relevant player, 131, fine. Harold, 132, yup. That's, uh, I like that. Duncan Robinson, 133. I guess if you need the, the, the threes, go right ahead. Uh, Jason Tate for the Rockets. I don't, I don't really love that pick, but the Rockets are weird. TJ McConnell for assist at 135, okay. These are great late round picks, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm. Shout out to uh, whoever set their cues in this draft. I think that's uh, fantastic. Hopefully, some of you were able to join me in this draft. Um, some of you were drafting very well, so I, I, I'm going to wager some of you were here. Uh, Zubac at 136. Man, I don't really like that pick at all. Monte Morris at 137. I don't like that pick at all for late round drafts. Derek Rose is still out there. Okiki's worth probably picking up. Al Horford's definitely worth drafting. Um, this late in the draft, if you want to take a swipe at Oladipo, I guess you could this late in the draft. It's hard to be bad at late, uh, late in the draft picks, but here here you are, some of you are being late, bad at late in the draft picks. Um, let's see. Who, who's out here? I might... I'm definitely picking Al Horford next. 100%. I'm probably going to go with Lou Dort, just because I, I don't know. Lou Dort intrigues me. Lou Dort is interesting to me. Justin Holiday's out here. I don't, man, I don't hate Justin Holiday either. Justin Holiday ended at 147. Pacers. TJ Warren's out. I think that may be a little bit of a bump. But either way, I'm taking Al Horford right now at 142. Great pick. Thank you. Thank you. Great pick, Mike. Oh, thank you very much. Reggie Jackson at 141 just went right before me. That's a bad. That's a bad pick. Um, Gallinari went 40. That's perfectly fine. Finney Smith. That's a, actually, you know, Finney Smith's not bad. I don't think. Finney Smith finished 133 last season. Yeah. Getting him at 139 is a safe pick. It's a safe pick, and I'm okay with safe picks late in the draft. Of course, my boy Lou Dort, 144, gets sneak, sneaks out between my picks of Al Horford, and I was going to go with Lou motherfucking Dort. Uh, I did not get Lou Dort on the team. Last pick of the draft. I don't really care. Maybe James Wiseman. A little upside. Maybe give him a, a second-year bump. I don't know. I don't love him, but it's not the worst pick in the world. For some reason, Derrick Rose. Still out there. Guys. Derrick Rose finished 101 last season. 14 points, 4 assists. And a steal. Again. In. 25 minutes. Derek Rose. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't think I care who I pick here, so um I'm gonna go with D'Anthony Melton because uh, shout out to Anthony Melton. I think he's pretty good. You could go with Poco here. I, I uh, Poku. I don't know how you're gonna say his name. Alexei Pokosevsky. I think I'm getting better at these names. Um, he went, his ADP is 144. He could end up being like a really important player on OK City, and he had a little bit of these kind of like, oh shit, who's this guy? He had a little bit of that last season. Um, so I think it's worth paying attention to. Pat Williams is going to have the minutes, and he's got that steal 
block game that might be interesting. Uh, I just don't know if the rest of his game is going to be there this season. If he, I really liked what I saw from him in Summer League. Pat Williams maybe uh, going 144 ADP overall feels low. I think Pat Williams might be draftable. I'm, uh, I'm thinking I have to talk myself into it. Um, let's see. Overall, Marvin Bagley the third. Don't do it. Don't draft him. Oladipo, 149. Great pick. Wiseman. Yep. Killian Hayes. Why not? Why not? See, at th- this point, getting rookies, great. Killian Hayes. Not bad. Let's go look at the team. Let's go look at the team. In a Roto League, which I thought I was drafting a head-to-head league, and I, <laughs> but I ended up drafting a Roto team. I'm an idiot. Um, Roto League, I'm in second place according to projected stats. Um, so, another well-rounded team by Mike Catron. Uh, never, uh, we're really going to have to, in our Who Do I Draft series, we're going to lean into the head-to-head stuff. Um, so, I'm going to call this a Roto Draft at the end of it. <laughs> now that I have a good Roto team, fuck off everybody. Um, draft results. Some of those draft results. Mike Cashman. Uh Steph Curry, third overall. I think that's a great pick for Steph Curry. Um, followed by Jimmy Butler at the end of the second round. Devin Booker. I don't love my Devin Booker pick. Looking at this draft uh, overall, it seems like there is a lot of middle round guard value. Because I ended up getting Drew Holiday in the fifth round. That is far too late. But here's the other guys who went in the fifth and sixth rounds who are point guards. Derek White, Tyrese Halliburton, Malcolm Brogdon, Darius Garland, DeJounte Murray, Terry Rozier, Cade Cunningham. Don't pick Cade Cunningham that fucking high. Kyle Lowry, Lonzo Ball. All those guys went in the fifth round. If I could have swung, um, just, you know, bumped Devin Booker out. I know he's not like a traditional like point point guard. But if I could have traded Devin Booker, right, for, let's see who I could have drafted. It's on the comeback. DeAndre Ayton is fine. A lot of guards up here in this range to Shea Gilders-Alexander. Probably would have rather had Shea Gilders-Alexander here. So Jimmy Butler, Devin Booker with my third pick. I probably should have got somebody else. Uh, but the points, the points are nice there. Uh, Nurkic in the fourth round. You know what? I, you know where I like Nurkic in the third round. If you're playing with smart people, chances are Nurkic is going to go in the third round. Just watch, pay attention, watch out. Nurkic should be. Nurkic is easily a third round pick, easily. Ha- I would have been happy to switch uh, Nurkic in the third round and Devin Booker in the fourth round. That would make me feel better, even though it's the same damn team. Uh, fifth round, I end up taking Drew Holiday, um, Demar Derozan at six. Not a very big centric team. Just uh, Nurkic is going to be doing a lot of heavy lifting on this team. At seven, I got a little desperate. I was like, "Shit, I need a, fu- I need a big, I need a center." I went with Jared Allen. I like Jared Allen. Um, I don't love Jared Allen. Seventh seems a little high. Uh, probably Robert Covington would have been better there. Robert Williams, if he would have fell to me, would have been really nice. Uh, he did not. There are not a lot of centers. Not a lot of bigs um, hanging out here. Let's see. In the eighth round, I took, or yeah, in the eighth round, I took Miles Bridges, uh, who I do might have been a little bit early for Miles Bridges, but I do like him in that in that eighth round spot. Ninth round, Jonathan Isaac Steele, steal of the draft. Jonathan Isaac's gonna be the steal of everybody's draft. 
I really like the upside on both of those guys. I think they kind of round out my um, wing guard-centric team pretty well. They're getting the steals. They're getting the counting stats. If this was a Roto League, which uh, apparently it was, uh, Jonathan Isaac is going to be the guy in Orlando, and I, I don't I don't know why he's ranked so low in Yahoo or ESPN. Um, this dude filled, fills it the fuck up. Jonathan Isaac literally had a stretch where he was a top 25 player. Maybe top 30. So <laughs> the upside's there. It's insanely there. Getting him in the ninth round is a steal of the draft. Um, I like Danny Gafford. Ninth round feels a little early. If I could have got him in the 10th round, I, I think I would have went Danny Gafford. Instead, I went Kelly at safe. I went Kelly Olenek, late round safe. Uh, Joe Ingles, late round safe with the 11th spot. Forgot about Al Horford. Ended up getting Al Horford in the 12th spot. 12th round, Al Horford. Guys. Al Horford, four, four. This is where Al Horford finished last season. Twenty-eight minutes a game, seventy-third overall. In my non-big centric team, getting Al Horford to play the four or the five, getting him to fill in those spots during the week on a Boston team that whose schedule is, you know, sometimes off, sometimes on prime time. Um, with the percentages, I was hitting good percentages. I kept with the good percentages. Al Horford is a fucking... Another steal of the draft, 12th round. He's a top 100 player this season, easily. To get him in the 12th round is absurd. Uh, I wanted to get Lou Dort with my last pick, and I ended up getting DeAnthony Melton. Um, DeAnthony Melton, I just he just cannot find a place where he can play. But the kid, 20 minutes a game over a steal. Nine points... Three rebounds, two and a half assists, half a block, over a half a block, 0.6 blocks, one steal, almost two three-pointers in 20 minutes a game. Free DeAnthony Melton. Please, for the love of God, free DeAnthony Melton. I'm getting worked up here at the end of the uh, at the end of the podcast. Um, don't know why. I know why. I know why because I'm starving. I'm hungry. It's uh, lunchtime. I need to go get lunch. Uh, I'm going to go, let's see what Joey has, Melton. Let's see where he has, Melton, on his projections on hashtagbasketball.com. 23 minutes a game. A little bit of bump across the board, 23 minutes a game. 119 in overall. Right uh, right above Dennis Schroeder, who, I don't know if Dennis Schroeder got picked in this draft, but he should have. Um, and right below, Danny Gafford, who's going to have elite blocks for a guy who plays 25 three minutes at the beginning of the season i'm telling you danny gafford if you can get danny gafford last two picks last three picks i think he's gonna have a crazy beginning of the season people are gonna get real hyped on him and then trade the shit out of him get him off your team um big bump for Keldon johnson out here but Keldon johnson went way too early in this draft way too fucking early in this draft um i think that's it i mean for a mock draft it's early in the season um The vibe here is there's a lot of mid-tier guys that I like. And I think the key here is to weed out the guys who you think in the mid-tier. Fifth, sixth, seventh round, eighth round, ninth round, five through nine. To weed out the guys that you really, really like, that you think are sleepers, like Miles Bridges, like Jonathan Isaac. Get their ass on your team. 
that's going to be the key to this uh, season's draft, I think. Getting in the fifth round somebody who falls, like a Drew Holiday, like a DeMar DeRozan, like a Tobias Harris, old guys who are Kyle Lowry, old guys who everybody's used to. Everybody's going to be like, oh, I want Anthony Edwards, bro. I want Michael Porter Jr. I want Christian Wood, bruv. I don't know why they turn in English, but um, you know who's going to be better picks in the in the fourth, fifth, sixth round? Chris Middleton, Chris Paul, the old favorites, Kyle Lowry. I think that's going to be the real key to this season is that you, if you can get a an old guy in the in the in the early four, five, six rounds, you can get a couple old stellar guys who end up finishing in the top fifty every year, maybe even top forty, top thirty, like Chris Paul, and then go. Big sleepers like Miles Bridges, Jonathan Isaac, Jared Allen. Um, I'm liking that view for an overall. If you're going for value overall, right? Um, if I'm not sure, this is a weird season, you know. Um, unless you, if you don't end up with a very specific early draft, right? If Giannis falls to you, um, Joel Embiid falls to you, uh, Luca is. Uh, you got Luka, you got Jokic. If you got a very specific build after your first two picks, then lean into that build. But if you don't, and I don't feel like I did, Steph Curry is a great all-around player. Jimmy Butler is a great all-around player. I feel like I didn't get a very specific build, kind of like an open-ended build. And so I just went best value. And I think Nurkic in the fourth round is an insane value. He's a third-round player. He might be a second-round player. Seriously. Actually, that second round is pretty loaded. Probably an early third-round player. I got him in the end of the fourth. End of the fourth. Um, if, you, if you don't get like a very specific build out the gate, I like this idea of getting value because I'm finding value in almost every one of these rounds. I think you can build a really nice team. And that's my... After the mock draft, first one of the year, first of the season, we're going to get some of these on Twitch very soon with Kyle McClown. Follow us on Twitch, twitch.com slash watching the boxes. Um, we're going to be doing mock drafts. Sleeper uh, podcast is going to be exclusive for Patreons, patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Also going to be publishing my tiered rankings on Reddit and patreon.com slash watching the boxes for the updated versions. Um, so if you are currently a Patreon, Shout out to you. We love you. We love you so much. Shout out to Patreons. Uh, if you're just listening and you list, listened, if you listened this long, uh, I love you very much. You're the best. Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Stay safe. Take care of yourself. Um, and eat eat something that's like really fucking absurd this week. Like have something fucking delicious. I had me, myself some Chicago style pizza this week, and uh, I regret nothing. I feel like a fat gross slob today after eating it last night but um i'm gonna eat some more of it because i didn't eat the whole thing my once a year chicago style pizza it's worth it's worth the effort i suggest go treat yourself and join us next time for the rest of our 30 teams in over 30 days we love you we'll see you next time